Welcome to Sunday Fun Day, where every episode, this husband and wife give you the scoop on a different ice cream flavor. I'm your King Cone, Marcelo Goldberger. And I'm your ice queen, Carolyn Crow. Today, we'll be talking about Edie's Double Fudge Brownie. But before we do, let's have a little ice cream social where we dish about what's going on with us. Carolyn, what's happening with you? What's happening with me? You know, we've had a busy couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> things yeah. get a little, the weather turns, it's springtime, it becomes nice out, and suddenly there is so much to do. Yes. But, you know, the thing that gets me through all of the craziness of our lives is, guess what? Ice cream? It, close. <laughs> <laughs> Podcasts. Uh, <laughs> if only there was a way to combine those two things right. together <laughs> yeah I mean I just I listen to podcasts all the time and I I've discovered a couple of new ones recently that I'm super into I know I talk all the time now about uh how the girls from Too Scary Didn't Watch are my new best friends that you they do. didn't they didn't realize they're my actual friends and I, I also just found one scooting around Instagram the other day called Candy is Dandy. Mm. So it's basically the same format as what we do, except it's devoted entirely to reviewing candy. Which is excellent. Yeah. So I this Candy is Dandy is my new like dog walking thing that I listen to. I just listened to the... Uh, junior mint episode and you know how i feel i do i about mean if, mint if this and wasn't an, if this wasn't an ice cream podcast it would be a junior mint podcast absolutely so they they pick a different candy they give its history they taste it they review it um so i've gone through a few of the episodes now and i'm finding out all sorts of fun stuff it, apparently a snickers bar is named after a horse uh, <laughs> Um, there's some connection between Butterfingers and the atomic bomb. What? The, yeah, it's been it's been really funny and fun. And uh, I think people who like our show would probably like it, too. Excellent. That sounds good. It's definitely not family friendly. Like what? <laughs> right. This isn't one to listen to with your kids. So, yeah, that's that's what's going on with me out here podcasting and enjoying more podcasts. What about you? What's going on with you? Uh, what's going on with me? Uh, I went to Houston recently for the mm -hmm. first time on a work trip, so that was exciting and fun. I don't want to. I don't want to cast aspersions unnecessarily, but I kind of hated the Houston airport. <laughs> I just, you know, it was after a long work day on the on the on waiting waiting to get home, and like I found that place very confusing and illogical. But you know, it got me home, so I'll give it that. But otherwise. Yeah. Houston had a lovely time, mostly in the downtown area, um, and I had a really big steak, and it was very mm. good. Yeah, you can always count on a good steak dinner anytime you go on one of those work trips. So yes. especially when Texas is yeah, they're on not the messing menu. Around. And let me say, everything was bigger in Texas. Like it, <laughs> it just it felt like a joke. But even people who are from Texas were saying, "They're like, yeah, it is legitimately everything is bigger here." It's like, all right, Texas, you're sticking you're sticking to your motto. That's nice. Yeah, so that's what's up with us. But uh, let's talk about some ice cold facts about today's flavor. Carolyn, what do you got for us? 
So today we are tasting Edie's Double Fudge Brownie, or for our friends west of the Rocky Mountains, it's Dryer's Double Fudge Brownie. So it's it's otherwise the exact same ice cream. It's just the the name mm, is different. We'll we'll get into it, huh? Ooh, what tease. do you think? So I I'm going to refer to it as Edie's because that's the way we know it here in the DC area. Yes. So Edie's slash Dryer's dates back to 1928 when it was founded in Northern California by Joseph Edie and William Dreyer. Oh, ho, an Edie and a Dreyer. Mm -hmm. Excellent, I see. So Joe Edie owned a candy and ice cream parlor back in Billings, Montana in the 1910s before he and his wife decided to relocate to Oakland to live near his brother in the 1920s. We got the roaring 20s. Mm. Got to move to Oakland to uh, make your confectionery fortune. So in 1925, Joe opened Edie's Character Candies, and his shop was quickly recognized as having some of the best candy in the East Bay area. Okay. So he grew the Edie's Character Candies empire to six shops in the San Francisco Bay area. What do you think the character is in the character? I candies? don't know. I. I love it, yes. actually. It's actually great. It's was like, wait, why did that drop off? That's an excellent spin. Yeah. I I mean, you can really imagine an old timey radio announcer saying, Edie's character candies. Like it it just can I sound... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my new character. <laughs> so meanwhile, while Joe is working on Edie's character candies. William Dreyer was operating an ice cream manufacturer in the California dairy country community of Visalia. So William had come to America from Germany in 1906. Mm -hmm. And supposedly he had celebrated his arrival by boat in America by making his first frozen dessert. Now- Like you do, you know, <laughs> that's that, so, so German. I can't, I'm- I was trying to think through the logistics of that earlier, like, okay, the boat docks, and what do you do? You're going to whip up some ice cream real quick. So yeah, you scream time. <laughs> I, I would love to have more information about that, but I couldn't find it in my quick homework I was doing. As usual, all of my sources are listed in our show notes. So in 1926, William was recruited to run a large new plant in Oakland for the National Ice Cream Company. And while in Oakland, he met Joe Edie. They decided to join forces. And in 1928, they opened a small factory on Grand Avenue in Oakland. Mm -hmm. And they called it Edie's Grand Ice Cream. They took the grand from the name of the street that they were on. Aww. Yeah, so Edie's Grand Ice Cream quickly distinguished itself as a manufacturer of exciting and innovative ice creams. Because in like the 20s, like up to that point, ice cream flavors were pretty limited. You basically had vanilla, chocolate, strawberry. We've got Dust Bowl and we've got Great Depression. <laughs> and... So in 1929, Edie's launched a brand new flavor that made use of Joe's candy expertise. Mm -hmm. It was a chocolate, marshmallow, and almond flavor, and they called it Rocky Road. Whoa, this, this is, is the creation of Rocky Road? This is the creation of Rocky Road, and they named it, well, oh, 
hold on. I don't want to say that. I want to save that trivia for a Rocky Road episode. Oh, man. Yeah. No, that's that's a tease, right? <laughs> but it shouldn't affect me. <laughs> so in spite of their commercial success, the relationship was not built to last. Shocking. In 1947, the partnership was dissolved. And in 1953, William Dreyer Jr. took over. And he changed the name from Edie's to Dryer's yeah. Grand Ice Cream. There we go. Yep. So the company changed hand a few times before readopting the name Edie's Grand Ice Cream in 1981 for all of their distribution east of the Rocky Mountains. Around that time, Briars, Briars with a B, our friends from yes. Philadelphia had begun their expansion towards the West Coast, the home market of dryers. So as they were sort of crossing paths across the center of the country, dryers said, okay, we don't want there to be any confusion. We'll change the name over on the East. And Briars was basically like, okay, that's cool. You do you. Like, Sounds we'll great. Just, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Interesting. So that's why John Cryer's ice cream never took off. There's just <laughs> too many Ryers out there. Yeah, the, the market was too saturated with Ryers. So uh, Edie's slash Dryers was sold to Nestle in 2002. They didn't change the formulas for cost cutting. Instead, they did downsize their packaging. So mm -hmm. they took the standard U.S. half gallon or two quart package of ice cream is that the bigger one that you usually find that's no no it's the standard size that you would usually think of you're you're thinking like of pint? like a gallon no yeah. a pint a pint is what ben and jerry's comes in yeah and then Edie's or like turkey hill comes in that half gallon size that's a half gallon okay well it used to be <laughs> used to be a half gallon uh, they downsized it to 1.75 quarts. And then again, in 2008, they downsized to one and a half quarts. And pretty much every major ice cream manufacturer followed suit with the exception of Bluebell ice cream. I don't know what Bluebell is. Oh, it's ice cream. We'll have it sometime. <laughs> <laughs> so today, Edie's is owned by Froneri, a UK-based international ice cream conglomerate that is different from Unilever, the other UK-based international ice cream conglomerate that we have talked about. You know, learning the new names of conglomerates is one of my favorite <laughs> things I never expected to know during this podcast. I've learned so many new conglomerates. And that is pretty much everything I've got to tell you about Edie Slash Dryers. Well, thanks for that update about the Hatfields and McCoys of ice cream. Um, <laughs> but before we get to the flavor of today's episode, let's go on a little break. All righty. This episode of Sunday Funday is brought to you by me, your friendly neighborhood pastry chef. Guess what? I bake things for a living and I sell them at farmer's markets under the name Black Bunny Bakery but I also teach baking classes to folks in my community and over Zoom. If you are interested in learning about baking classes or if you're wondering where I'm gonna be at the next market, please follow Black Bunny Treats on Instagram. Yeah, this is Carolyn, by the way. <laughs> Thanks for listening. All right, we're back, and now it's time for the main event, the ice cream review. 
This week we tasted Edie's slash Dryer's Double Fudge Brownie Ice Cream. But before we give our personal reviews, we always read the company's take on their product, or as we like to call it, the ice cream dream. That's right, doll. This week we're talking about Edie's slash Dryer's. <laughs> the kids are never too shy to ask you for more. This weekend, we double dare you to say yes. Our rich chocolate ice cream gives you double the fudge, double the swirls, double the brownies, and it's guaranteed to double the smiles. <laughs> now, how much of that was the the marketing copy from Edie's and how much was old-timey announcer man? I mean, the two just blended together seamlessly. It's hard <laughs> to tell. You can't separate one from the other. All right, I added the doll face part, but the rest <laughs> of it is all Edie's slash dryers. Okay. Do we feel like the marketing copy did a good job of saying what it actually is? I mean, it says double the fudge, double the swirls, double the brownies. I mean, it's a chocolate ice cream with like fudge and brownie in it and stuff like that. All right. So we, as usual, we are going to discuss this ice cream and rate it based on taste, texture, creativity, and visual appeal with everything having a different weight. It's all very complicated, very scientific. Yes, there have been questions about our tasting protocol. You can find information about all that on our Instagram uh, at Sunday Funday Podcast. But for right now, let's just have Marcelo get things going here. Take it away, baby. All right. So we're talking Edie's Double Fudge Brownie. So for taste, I gave it a four. Mm -hmm. I thought, honestly, it was like so chocolatey. It, mm -hmm. it, it had a lot going on for it. Like it was really rich and like a lot. Like, you know, I'm not a big like, ooh, chocolate, 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 chocolate. I don't need like chocolate mm -hmm. on top of chocolate on top of chocolate. But like, if that's what you want, like, I really feel like this executed that really well. It definitely felt chocolatey to me. The brownie was chocolatey. There was chocolate. I don't know. This will, we'll get into this in texture, but like some chunks of it were in there as well, kind of mm -hmm. thing. Or maybe it was the swirl. So as far as taste goes, it was good. It, it was just, I, and maybe because the the ice cream wasn't too overly chocolatey, it, mm -hmm. it, it helped it not get over like just too much, like blow out my chocolate sensors kind mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, four for taste. And then for texture, I gave it a three because mm -hmm. I, wanted, I wanted to give it more. Mm. I, I thought the chocolate was, I don't know. Problem is like the chunk or whatever that was in there. Like I mm -hmm. got a hard thing and I'm like, where is there? a hard thing like it's not it doesn't say chocolate chunk anywhere mm. what is like this hard piece of chocolate that i'm is throwing me for a loop and it didn't mm -hmm. it just tasted like chalky or something like that like it mm -hmm. just it threw me off and I, I wanted to give it a four for texture but like that one element really just kind of kind of like threw me for a loop so i gave mm. it a three for texture mm -hmm. okay so four for taste three for texture uh-huh uh for creativity i gave it a two um mm -hmm. it's not very creative and you know we, we've i think i'm full fully 100 percent in on the marketing and the branding <laughs> and i'm a marketer obviously so i'm obviously tend to go there but mm -hmm. so like that kind of how they bring that in there kind of thing like well uh, uh van lewin had like really creative copy on the website kind of thing or doing mm -hmm. something like a collab with the ted lasso ice cream was mm -hmm. interesting that's just a way to bring creativity into something that maybe isn't necessarily there whether it's just like a well-written line or whether it's a good you know weird combination of flavors this just didn't have that i gave it a two for creativity because mm -hmm. you know the the copy wasn't copy was just kind of weird didn't explain that yeah so in terms of creativity of the flavor though i mean it, it what did we say for the ted lasso creativity that that was a little bit more i gave the biscuits with the boss ted lasso collab 
a five for creativity, which I believe a lot of that was based on that marketing Mm -hmm. brand synergy, but it was also that I've never had a shortbread ice cream before. So in terms of just the creativity of the flavor itself, where do you, how do you feel? No, I mean, you know, again, it's, it's, it's so, it's so hard. Like I, that's why, again, this only gets 10% in like Mm -hmm. the ranking kind of thing, just because they didn't really bring it here because it's just three, they just took three chocolate things and kind of wove them together. That's not bad or uncreative. Like, do I have to go back to the Dust Bowl essentially to like think about how creative it was in its initial creation? Like, I don't know, you know? Yeah, I guess even if you compare it to Rocky Road, it's Mm -hmm. famous ice cream sibling. Rocky Road is pretty creative, you know, marshmallow, almonds, uh, chocolate like that's that's a fun and funky combination and this yeah this is not really fun and funky yeah so i gave it a two for creativity mm-hmm. for visual appeal i gave it a four it really felt like mm. it was it was bringing something to the table here to look at like it mm-hmm. had that the the rich brownness of the of the, the kind of light brownness of the the chocolate ice cream looked like chocolate ice cream you'd want and then the brownie you know had that nice darker brown look to it sort of thing so mm-hmm. again like I do kind of judge things on a like, as opposed to a creativity where I want a little bit more, I want mm-hmm. that kind of like, do does this look like ice cream? Like, could mm-hmm. you take a photo of it and show it to people and be like, yeah, or you see that in a in a bowl or something and be like, yeah. oh, I want a scoop of that. Like, yeah, I was there for this. Yeah, yeah. So I gave that a four. Okay, so with all of your scores combined, what did you get? 3.5. Okay. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm coming into the kind of ranges of what it means to have these numbers. And I'm mm-hmm. keep looking at our, our past scores. And, you know, a couple of them, in retrospect, of course, you overthink things. It's like, yeah, I should have given the Ted Lasso one a little bit Wait, more for creativity. Wait, we overthink things? <laughs> no. Get out of town, right? <laughs> so, you know, I feel like, oh, you know, I should have given that Ted Lasso one a little bit more for creativity. But mm-hmm. I feel like we're I'm getting, I'm starting to feel comfortable with where my rankings are. And, like, I feel like... They're, they're, they feel honest. So 3.5 feels good to me. It, it feels like, it's like, mm, that's a good 3.5 right there. All right. And how about you, honey? What'd you think? So I agreed with you in a lot of ways, but I disagreed with you in some other ways, believe it or not. Welcome to our life. <laughs> so right off the bat, taste, I gave it a three. I agree that it was a very deep dark cocoa flavor Uh um which i liked um the brownie chunks i thought were pretty salty but not necessarily in like i mean we keep referencing the ted lasso episode i guess if you all haven't listened to the extra scoop with uh jenny's ted lasso biscuits with the boss ice cream check it out I mean, it's, um, it was a really, just to drop it for a second, it was a really interesting ice cream. Like that was such yeah. a, like, if you've had a lot of ice cream and kind of all blends together sort of, or you're in the same zone, that one really like popped. So yeah. it was, it was a good way to shake things up to base things off of that. And that one was so salty, but like in a deep, like Malden salt kind of way, almost like a, like a British saltiness, if you will. Not surprising. <laughs> This the the brownie chunks in this though I felt were more like a like a spike of salt. Mm-hmm. Yes, agreed. Um, 
you know, like the difference between like a regular iodized table salt, which is like, whoa, that is salt versus a more mellow salt. So I didn't love the saltiness of the brownies. And I'm a person, I put way more salt in my brownies than most people. I was about to say, you're (laughs) notable for for seasoning, you know, heavily on the salt in a good way, I think. Yeah, I I don't know what it was. I just, the, the salt in the brownie bites was really rubbing me the wrong way um but i did appreciate the cocoa flavor of the ice cream base i'll be honest i felt like i didn't get a ton of the fudge swirl i guess i didn't i didn't get that much and the parts that i did get were just sort of like okay well there's like a syrupy texture and maybe another little blast of cocoa flavor but they didn't it the fudge swirl didn't really bring anything more to the table in terms of taste. So I, I found it very mousse-like, actually, um, like a dark chocolate mousse. Mm-hmm. So I gave it a three for taste, and I actually I gave it a two for texture, Oof. partially because it really reminded me of like a frozen mousse in how aerated it was Mm -hmm. and even just while you were scooping it i saw you scooping it out of the the package and i was like wow that that is an aerated ice cream right there you could just came out real easy yeah yeah so it definitely uh had plenty of air incorporated into it and you know that's that's fine it just it means that it's not like silky smooth on the tongue yeah And as far as the chalky bits that you were talking about, I Mm. definitely got a couple of those as well. I believe they were supposed to be brownie chunks because I don't know about you. I didn't get any brownie chunks that were like chewy. Really? I I definitely got some chewy bites. No, I got no chewy brownie chunks. Oh, no. So I think the I think those dry crumbly bits were I think they were supposed to be brownie. And yeah. I think that because in my research, I found that Edie's also has like a triple fudge brownie. And in that, <laughs> it, right. And one of the differences I noted about that is that it says it includes uh, extra crisp brownie edges. Hmm. So I think that we're experiencing some of those extra crisp brownie edges. So we're getting the triple for the double price, well, baby. <laughs> I don't I don't know what else is in it that makes it triple, but um yeah. Didn't love them. Yeah. I, yeah either no, way, whatever no. they are, I didn't love them. They were not great. Hey, well, let me tell you, when it was brownie, it was good. When it yeah. was whatever that is, not so great. Yeah, I really didn't feel like I got any brownie. So a two for texture, a two for creativity. Mm-hmm. Um again, just it's it's not as creative as rocky road and uh it's fine yeah visual appeal i gave it a two as well i did not see the contrast in there i i wasn't seeing swirls of chocolate Mm. i wasn't seeing chunks of brownie i just it didn't it didn't make it make it there for me so my final score is a 2.5. Mm, okay. 
think yeah. that's the the biggest discrepancy we might have had so far. Like I think a full you. Point. I think you might be right about that. So with your three point five and my two point five, our average is a three. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Which is average. It's yeah, it's average. Well, that makes sense. All right, on to our next segment, known as the Wheel of Toppings. Oh, yes, we've got a list of 33 different ice cream toppings that we've literally got on a virtual wheel. When we spin the wheel, whatever it lands on, we'll say whether it goes with today's flavor. All right, Carolyn, spin that wheel. All right, here we go. Now, somebody did ask me recently how we came up with these toppings and people also want to know what is on the wheel of toppings so we'll have to uh fill people in a little bit on that in the future so we do have a winner and today we got graham cracker crumbs Ooh, we're a big graham cracker family around here we absolutely are what do you think graham cracker crumbs yeah i mean come on that's like it's basically we're like two-thirds of the way to a s'more right there in yeah. like a really good way like i think that's excellent i agree i think graham cracker crumbs with this would be really tasty and i might i might even try to get away with not making them too crumbly like i might just want to have like a like a finger of graham cracker to like use as an edible spoon yeah mm. i would want i want it to be kind of chunky too because again mm -hmm. it's, there's a richness to this and whether you know part of it's the the guar and the kind of whipped nature of it kind of thing but yeah like that nice a nice big hard chunk of something mm -hmm. would, be, would be really nice in here mm -hmm. this is this is gonna be a, a tasty combination i think yeah, it's not quite a s'more, it's more like a smo. But you still want smo. You want smo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we're almost at the last bite where we'll reveal next episode's flavor. But before we finish up, we'd like to do a little lightning round we call Will It Float? So, Carolyn, what carbonated beverage do you think would best pair with today's ice cream? You know, I honestly don't know if I'm going to float this one. I, I know a lot of people like chocolate ice cream in a like a root beer float for like a brown cow type situation mm. i just think with the addition of those brownie chunks in there i i think that would be an unpleasant addition to the float experience what do you think what's a brown cow it's a root beer float with chocolate ice cream oh i hadn't heard that before interesting i've never i don't know if i've experienced that either um, um i don't know if i want to <laughs> <laughs> anything that has like a dry or crumbly type of inclusion in it. I really don't want it to get covered in soda. Yeah. Personally, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're cowards. We've been accused of being cowards before for not floating ice cream. So. <laughs> Guys, it gets real heated out there when it comes to ice cream, let me tell you. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. And before we reveal next episode's flavor, how about you hit that subscribe button and leave us a review? And we'd love to hear your suggestions for what flavor to try next. DM us on Instagram at Sunday Funday Podcast or email us at sundayfundaypodcast at gmail.com. That's Sunday with an E and Funday with a Y. And why don't we go ahead and reveal next episode's flavor? Next episode, I am so excited for a couple of different reasons. We are going to be tasting Ben & Jerry's Pistachio Pistachio. Mm. I am a big pistachio ice cream lover. I can't wait to talk about it. And we are going to be having our very first guest on the show. Mm -hmm. All 
All right, everybody. Well, that puts the cherry on top for today. As ever, I'm Marcelo. And I'm Carolyn. Reminding you to always live life a la mode. Bye.